in, in other innumerable times, there's, there's getting ready to be a flood in this part of America, or there's getting ready to be earthquakes hit this part of America. And you know what? When he starts talking about that, you better listen to what he's got to say. Amen. Um, his call, one of his callings, the Lord spoke to him. I believe he was in the bathtub and said, this day I ordain you, Reverend Rod Aguilar. Oh, I was in bed for that. You, you in bed for that? I was in the bathtub. I got sick. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. But he said, this day I ordain you, Reverend Rod Aguilar, and you're going to be a prophet to the nations. You're going to have understanding of the judgments that are coming into the, world, into the, into the nation of America. And he has that. And Sister Mary is right along there with him. This is a double-barrel shotgun, amen. <laughs> but these two are two preaching machines. These are the Cajun cannons, amen. And uh, if you want Holy Ghost and fire, you know, all I can tell you is buckle your seatbelt, put your hard hat on, because you're going to get it both barrels. I love these two. These are what you see with them is what you get, amen. Good, bad, and the ugly. They're, they're, they will give you too much detail. They will, they will embarrass you. They're so open. Amen. And, and, uh, but it, it's a healthy thing. I mean, no, that's good. That's good. That's Mary. That's Mary. That's yeah, Mary's a, the one. I know, Brother Rod, you're very calm yeah, and, you know. Very, very <laughs> but these are great folks. Just give them another warm hand as they come here. Thank you, Brother Jerry. God is great. God is good. God will make you feel like you should. Uh, this is Marvelous Mary standing next to me. She's my first wife. We've been married 62 years, 63 this March. I married her when she was 11. I was 12. Cajuns marry young. That's not true. He's lying, y'all. And... Uh, and we, we only had five, I'm sorry, we only had five children. I wanted more. He did. And uh, we only have 23 greats, and you only have 32. Is that correct? And so we're, I wanted more, and she'll have to face God for that one. Uh, she shut down at 36. We were just getting started. And, uh, and she shut down. She said, it's Praise my body. God. She said, well, it's my body. You know, she I said, don't know you about said, You said you don't help me do anything. That's right. You don't help me change diapers. Men don't, real men don't change diapers. Did you change diapers? He never babysat my kids till they were 10 or 12 years old. Uh, hey, hey, wait a minute. What? Wait. I prayed and I played. I mean, you did do that. I prayed with him at night. And I played with him every afternoon while you went to TJ Maxx shopping. No such stories. I went to the grocery store to buy groceries for all y'all. Praise God, because we had one car then. Hallelujah. She la bandora, she kid. You all right? I'm all right. We're still in love. We are. After 62 and a half, almost Years. three. Mm -hmm. And we still hold hands. We do. We kiss every now and then. Every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> but I bring you swamp greetings from Laplace and storm greetings. You've heard about Ida May, I'm sure. And I'll, I'm, I'm going to thank you in just a minute for what you did for us. But uh, Laplace is where we live. It's a French word. It means the place. And we live in the place. It's the place of the rising, rushing river of the Holy Spirit. So if you don't have much of him where you're at, come join us. We have, we have a great move of God that's starting in our local church. My son, Pastor Stephen and Laura, would you just stand in the back? 
He's pastoring my home church now. Uh, we're proud of him and her. But I want to thank NRP, Brother Keith, all of the churches of NRP. We, we, we had a, a superstorm that hit us. It hit, hit uh, Fouchon. You don't know where that's at, but Port Fouchon. It was 230 mile an hour winds, Brother Danny. When it hit Fouchon, it was over 200 mile an hour winds. When it hit you and I, we're about 15 miles apart as the crow flies. We had gusts up to 165 where we were at. And uh, Brother Danny and I, you, you experienced about $400,000 worth of damage on your church, yeah. Well, whatever it was, we had 1.9 million of storm damage. And, and Brother Danny and I were on the phone that night uh, till midnight. We had phone service and, and Ida Mae was coming in and we spoke against that storm. We, we sent dry air into her. We dissipated her by the word of the Lord. And the more we spoke, the bigger she got. And, and, and it was, the eye was headed for Baton Rouge. And the more I spoke, the more it started coming east toward reserve where I, I was in a home in reserve. And, and when Ida Mae passed over, she winked at me because the eye passed right over me. And she winked at me. And then she passed by me, and then she smiled at me and said, I took, I took your buildings, I took your boat, I took your power, I took your water. We had to bathe in our swimming pool for a week. And it got kind of crusty, especially with me. And my Cajun oil comes out of me. It got very oily after about a week of bathing. And, and, he, and she took about a thousand homes out That's or right. more, but God, but God, I said, but God, when the thief be found, he'll reforce, restore sevenfold. So Stephen, seven times $1.9 million, a lot of money, buddy. Amen. So we're pressing in for great restoration, but I want to thank NRP for giving to us generously. Y'all gave generously to brother Danny and to to my home church, which I'm involved in. And Mary and I, we, and the monies that you helped us with, we were able to serve the community. We served, what, Stephen, 25,000 meals in front of our building, somewhere around there. And, and one day a storm came and we were giving food out to people and, and it, it thundering and light. Mary got up and started rebuking the storm. I said, Mary, stop, you can't do nothing about that storm. So we already tried, it didn't work. <laughs> And the more she rebuked it, the worse it got. <laughs> but she just kept serving in the rain. And, and uh, it, it uh, but we're still going to speak, huh, Brother Danny? When another comes, another probably will come. But uh, That's right. thank God for faith, for the word of God. Mary, Marvis, Mary and I are doing a, put this first slide up, we're going to be doing a duet today. Uh, I shared, we shared some of this message in two or three of the NRP churches together. But we're ministering on the power of God's spoken word to move in the supernatural. Darlene, we're kind of following up your, your thoughts on God's word. Um, you, I, I'm going to quote you. Can I quote you? Yeah, Darlene. The word of God has defined her. Yes. The passion of her heart is the word of God. At 20, 28, the word of God became a passion of my heart. She has a re living relationship with the Word of God. Amen. 
My life message is sitting at the feet of Jesus. Every morning at a certain time in a certain place, I go and I sit at the feet of Jesus. And the word of God is my passion. I sit in my watchtower to see what he's saying to me every morning. And every morning he speaks. I sit, then I sip on community coffee, chicory dark roast. Caffeine keeps me from being mean. I sit, I sip, and I soak. I soak in the word of God. Then the verse becomes the voice, and the said word becomes the saying word. Then I have enough power of the prophetic in me to decree things and see things changing. I'm, we, we, we're, we're asking the Holy Spirit, I, I'm, I got a burden for America. I don't know about you. Unless we fight, we're going to lose a nation. Atheistic communism is trying to take our nation over, but we're going to have to push back against it. Thank God for truck drivers and soccer moms who are pushing back. Pastors, we need to push back against this evil in Jesus' name. Amen. Can you say amen? Amen. And so we're pushing back. Expose evil, remove evil. Expose the lies, remove the lies. Expose the fraud, remove the fraud. We're decreeing something together every night all the time. We're decreeing, releasing God's word. God's word can change things. Can you say amen? Amen. God's word has the power to destroy the works of the devil. 1 John 3, 8, for this purpose the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy and undo the works of the devil. God's word has power to undo his works. Can you say amen in Jesus' name? Jesus said in Luke 21, 15, I give you words of wisdom that none of your adversaries will be able to resist you or withstand you. Come on, Father, in Jesus' name. You're importing words of wisdom and life into us that the enemy cannot stand against us in Jesus' name. That's right. Uh, Jesus said, I give you all authority over all the power of the enemy. The enemy shall by no means hurt you in Jesus' name. Mary, the word of God has power. Can it you say amen? Power. Give me the first slide uh, up there. The word of God. Oh, that's the slide. That's how it comes up. Okay. It's the word of God has power to deliver and to change. I'm used to a big thing coming up all over the screen, but that's okay. I got, I got to learn how to change. New generations, y'all do things different than I do. I wouldn't do it that way, but y'all are different in Jesus' name. And so I, I want to say this today pastors and wives and others here, there's a miracle in your mouth That's by right. the power of God's word. You have a miracle in your mouth. First Peter chapter one and verse 22, since you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the spirit in sincere love of the brethren, love one another fervently with a pure heart. And I like this next scripture, having been born again, not of corruptible seed, Come on, somebody. But the incorruptible seed through the word of God, which lives and abides forever in Jesus' name. I've been born again by the power of God's word. 1968, Mary said I had four horns and two tails. She said I was wicked. I was, I was in the deep darkness of this world system, but God. But God. She had got saved a few years before I did, and she prayed me into the kingdom.
and in a bathtub after being in a go-go joint the night before and coming home at daylight. That afternoon, the Holy Spirit apprehended me in a bathtub, and I got born again by the incorruptible seed called the Word of God. Can you say amen? The Word of God is living, and it's alive, and it changed me. And Mary said, I'm a miracle, right? I'm He's a, mir a miracle. Look, look what I was. Look what I am. Look what Jesus has done. Amen. When he told me that, he had been uh, at a go-go joint all night, uh, you know, long, came in the next morning. They dropped him off. We lived in Lacombe, Louisiana, and gave me the keys, and I said, I'm leaving you. And he said, he said, he went in the house. And when I got in that afternoon, he told me he got saved. I said, they put a Mickey in your drink. <laughs> you didn't get saved. But he got well, saved. She, didn't, she was Baptist girl. She didn't believe in miracles back then. <laughs> But, but God, can you say amen? I love you, Mary. You're wonderful. Amen. I love you, too. In Jesus' name. But anyway. Uh, and then, then he, the word of God lives and abides forever because all flesh is as grass and all the glory of man as the flower of the grass. The grass withers and its flower f falls away. But, but the word of the Lord endures forever come on somebody the word of god endures forever everything is passing away even you're passing away that's right i'm passing away i used to have long hair i used to have black wavy hair thick hair and, and thick hair and i used to have my ears were smaller and i had i had red cheeks and something's happened the hair's falling out and hair's growing where it shouldn't grow it's coming out my nose out my ears everywhere but here it's gone gone my ears are getting bigger. I'm going to get my ears pinned, I believe. I'm praying about it. <laughs> I tried to get him to do that when we were dating before we got married, and he was too proud. He wouldn't do it. Now he wished he would have done it. Yeah. I got good news for you today, but God's life, God's word, God's authority is in you. It's just not in me and her up here preaching. It's in you. And Christ Jesus is the high priest of your confession. He watches over your word to perform it. If you'll say what he's saying, he will perform that word. He will make it happen. It may not be today. Not be, might not be tomorrow. Might not be next week. But eventually it's going to happen by the power of God's word. Can you say amen? Amen. In Jesus' name. The first of the year, really at the end of December, I was with the Pavlanskis. I said your name right, not Pavlansky. Pavlanskis. Where are the Pavlanskis at? And I have such a good time when I go with them. But I was sick when I came to you the first of December. I had a, I don't know what I had. I might have had unicorn, omicorn. I don't know what I had. I never have gone to get tested. I don't believe in the testing, so I don't even go. And I just walk things out. And, and I'm still alive. Amen. Can you say amen. That's right. In Jesus' name. And from before December all the way into January, I coughed and I coughed and I coughed and I was sick. And I went to a pro-life rally with, with Laura Aguilar and my son in Jackson, Mississippi. And I coughed and everybody was afraid of me. They'd get away from me. And a few brave souls came and laid hands on me that night. 
And, and, and I, went, I went, to, went, went to the hotel room at four in the morning. I was still coughing, and I was awake and asking God, what's going on here? Then all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit reminded me of Psalms 103.2. Bless the Lord, O my soul, forget not all his benefits, who forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases. And I heard that afresh. You've got to keep hearing the word of God afresh in your soul in Jesus' name. Then he reminded me of my twofold redemption, that Jesus was my sin bearer. By the shedding of blood, there is forgiveness of sins, that my sins are forgiven, that he also is my sick bearer, my sickness bearer, that he bore my sins and bore my sickness. He was made sick with my sicknesses that I may be whole with his health and his healing. And there as I lay there, he reminded me and I said, you know, I am forgiven and I'm healed. It's a twofold redemption. I am forgiven and I'm healed in Jesus' name. And then the healing began to happen because I heard the word of the Lord. There is healing power in God's word. Can you say amen? Amen. And I'm healthy as a hog and I eat hog. That's right. My brother Larry, in Jesus' name. Mary, read Hebrews 10:23. It says, let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. Is he faithful, Mary? He is faithful. Is he faithful? He is faithful. How long have we served him? We have, I have served him for 57 years. And how long have I served him? For 52. 52 years. Yes. Has he ever failed us? He has never, never failed not us. Once. Not once. Not once. It seemed like he had a time. That's right. I've asked God why several times in my life, but, uh, but it, it, it's, he's always performed his word. Why should I hold fast the confession of my faith? Because your confession, my confession, based upon the word of God, has power to create, has power to speak things into existence. That's right. Genesis chapter 1, 1, in the beginning, God created. I took a year of Hebrew at seminary. The only Hebrew word I remember after one year of studying Hebrew, and the, my professor said, Rod, get a new American standard. It's the closest to the Hebrew. In other words, he had not much faith in what I had learned. <laughs> and he was correct. <laughs> All I remember is bara, created. He created, he brought out of nothing. He created something by the word of the Lord. He spoke it into existence. In the beginning, God created. How did he do it? The Holy Spirit, brother, brother Johnson, the Holy Spirit, verse 2, brooded over the void of the earth and over the face of the waters. He brooded. And as he was brooding, then the Father said, let there be light, and there was light, and the Holy Spirit performed his word. Can you say amen? Amen. And then God said, let the earth bring forth living creatures according to their kind, cattle and creeping things, and the beasts of the field, and it was so. God spoke it out of nothing. He made something. Mary, read Hebrews 11, 3. Praise God. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Hallelujah. Read it again. Praise God. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God words were so framed. that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. By the word of God. 
And I want to I want I feel the anointing right now. I say right now, Holy Spirit, brood over this place right now. Holy Spirit, we honor your presence. I release your presence over all your servants that are here today that before this service or this hour is over with this 45 minutes, we're going to speak things into existence. I want you to get ready to speak your dream into existence. I want you to get ready to speak against the mountains of difficulties that you're facing by the power of God's word today and see things moved around. God is ready to change your environment. He's ready to change things in your local church. He's getting ready to change things in your family. He's getting ready to save some of my grandkids that are not saved. Every night we confess the word of God that the seed of the righteous is going to be delivered. That my righteousness is under my seed. seed. We declare that every night. We decree. How long have you been doing it? For years. How long are you going to until he comes and he does it? Not going to stop saying it. Can you say amen? God's word has power to create and to change your environment and to bring things into existence. Brother Dick, and Susie. Man, we have dreamed together, haven't we? Over the years. I remember when we started Gulf State Missions Agency. We started with one with Dick and Susie. That's a lot. One computer and one missionary. Brother Larry Stockstill asked me, he said, what are you going to do with one missionary and, and Brother Dick and one computer? I said, we're going to change the world. That's right. <laughs> and they're still changing the world. Can you say amen? Come on, somebody. Yes. That's the power of God's word in Jesus' name. Yes. Man, I'm getting excited up here. You're getting excited. Yeah, I believe it's the Holy Spirit, don't you? Amen. So, Father, we release your presence to perform your word in Jesus' name. Mary, you want to say something before we move on? Praise God. Words are huge. And, you know, you better watch what you say. You better watch because, you know, the devil's going to take the words that you say and he's going to perform them. You know, if you want your life to change and you want your circumstances to change, you need to change your words today. You need to change what you're speaking. I'm telling you, you speak positive. You don't speak negative. Words are life or death. They're containers. And you need to watch what you're saying because I tell you, the devil is right there waiting for you to say that negative word. And he's going to take it and he's going to run with it. We refuse to speak negative in our house. And Jesus, even when I'm tired, and sometimes I'm tired. Listen, that hurricane left me with a daughter that flooded and a grandson that came in from Texas to work. There were nine people living in my house, three dogs and a cat. And I got tired sometimes, but I would never say I was tired. I would not let the devil hear it from my lips. I said, I have the energy of the Lord, and I can do what I have to do. When I fell asleep, I woke up. I mean, I went to sleep, and I never woke up. She sleep hard, too. <laughs> Praise God. She sleep hard. Because the and, devil and, takes and your she words. she didn't complain at all. She did a little, a little bit of whining to me, but it was very little, very little. Praise God. It was so bad, and he is not a tidy person. He works in piles. Don't, don't he, tell him about my personal life. He don't got, cut my skirt. He got, dis- he got pretty aggravated with three teenage boys and a teenage girl and three dogs and a cat living in our well, house. Well, I'm a little messy, but they're sloppy. <laughs> It was bad. It was bad. Give me Proverbs 18, verse 20 and 21. Amplify it up on the screen if you could. Younger generation, thank you. A man's, I'm going to read it from the Amplified. A man's moral self shall be filled with the fruit. Y'all say fruit up north. The fruit of his mouth. And with the consequences of his words, he must be satisfied, whether it's for good or evil, death and life, 
or in the power of the tongue. And whatever you indulge in, you're going to eat the fruit of it. I'm putting in your person. Whatever you indulge in, you're going to eat the fruit of it, whether it be for death or for life. I want to say it again. God's life is in you. God's word is in you. God's government is in you. God's authority is in you. And you, you are anointed to speak that word of God out, and then God does the rest. You do what you can do, then he'll do what you can't do. Can you say amen in Jesus' name? Amen. So we release his life, and we receive his authority in our heart and in our mouth today. You and I are going to own what we say, whether it be for good or for evil. By morning, I choose to speak life to my life. Did, did we do those handouts, Angela, on the, on the power confessions to move in the supernatural? You have them? Well, just put them in the back somewhere on the back table. You, that's good. Thank you. I appreciate it. That's a great lady, isn't she? Adam, you, you married above yourself. That's all I want to tell you. Uh, I have these power confessions I got over the many years, and it's, Darlene's based on the Word of God. You, you, you should do this. You should get a handout on this. <laughs> you got so much Word in you, you got to put it on paper and leave it for your gen that young generation. Chris needs that from you. He needs that from you. <laughs> but by morning, I choose to speak life and strength into my body. We either die from the head down, and I'm not dying from the head down. I'm 82, and I'm still alert. Or we die from the foot up. I'm starting to die from the foot up. My legs want to start giving out on me. And, and so I speak the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead. I speak to my body. Every morning, I speak strength to my legs. I speak strength, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead. I command my quads and my hams and my IT bands to be quickened and renewed. I speak to my knee ligaments. I speak to my knee cartilage. I speak to my lower back muscles. I speak to my, my calves. I speak to my Achilles heel. I speak to my plantar fascias. I speak to them every morning. I speak strength to them. Then I stretch for 30 minutes. I do what I can do, then he'll do what I can't do. I can't strengthen these muscles, but he can, and he said he would. And then I go to the gym, and I work out again. I do what I can do, I, I, and then he does what he can do. If I will decree it and believe it and say it, then I'll have it. That's right. And, and then Jesus I just, I don't say all those things. I just said, amen, I agree what he said, and all those things are happening in me. <laughs> Well, I, I say him over you, too. He does, too. I include you. I include you with the digestive system. I do include you with the sexual reproduction system. <laughs> I speak to that. I, at 78, I'd like to have another baby. I, and you know what I say to that? Young men have visions and old men I, have I, dreams, and you just keep on dreaming, honey. I say... Who was it? Sarah was 90. You're 78. I know. Praise God. I'm buying that in uh, Jesus' name. <laughs> but there's a, there, there, there is a miracle in your mouth by the power of God's word. Every morning, I enforce the victory of Calvary. I take the blood from my sin. If I confess my sin, he's faithful and just to forgive my sin and cleanse me for all my unrighteousness. And I do still sin. I get impatient with Mary. She's, she's punctual, and I'm patient. She's punctual. See, I'm confessing the word of God over us. 
in Jesus' name. I'm better. And, and I take the, I take the. I take the cross for my selfishness. I take the resurrection for my anointing. I take the scourging for my healing. I declare I'm co-crucified. I declare I'm co-resurrected. I declare I'm co-healed. I enforce the victory of Calvary. I do it every morning. Well, you're just going through a ritual. Well, you call it what you want. I call it declaring the word of God over my life. Can you say amen? You want to be religious and call it a ritual, you do what you want. But I'm going to keep confessing the word of God. And, that, and it's a good thing that he does because guess what? His flaws and his faults would come forth if he wouldn't do that. So hallelujah. I don't want he you did. to talk about my flaws and faults. <laughs> <up here. laughs> words, you said, words contain life or death. That's right. So rejection is a death word. Rejection or acceptance, acceptance is life. To honor someone, by the way, to honor someone is to love someone. Honor brings life. Dishonor brings death in Jesus' name. So you, you're going to eat what you say. So watch your words. Mary, uh, what's, what's a death word? You said death word is... A death word is, you're worthless. You'll never amount to anything. Uh, you know, you disappoint me. Why can't you ever do anything right? Uh, why can't you be like your brother? Why can't you be like your sister? A death word is shut up. They could never use shut up in our home. That's a death word. We never used the word divorce in our home. Wait, yeah, wait, you did. You did. One time she used divorce in a death word, and it struck me. She said, if you ever speak in tongues, she was a little Baptist girl. Converted from Catholicism to ba Baptist. That's a, that makes a mean Baptist. <laughs> and gotta, gotta hurry up. And she knew I was seeking more. She knew that. She said, if you ever speak in tongues, I'm gonna divorce you. It's ground, that's demons. That's grounds for divorce. She went to youth camp in Columbia, Mississippi uh, with a bunch of youth, younger generation. She got baptized in the Holy Ghost and got spoken in tongues. She got it before I got it. That's right. And she came home speaking in a grasshopper tongue. She'd come lay hands on me and go, meeny, 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 meeny. And I throw her hands off of me. But now she's got mature tongue. Scudder, 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 scudder. That's because that Baptist blockage was in him, and he couldn't receive it, and he was jealous that I had it. But he did receive it. He was so proud he received it while he was sleeping. Sleeping. I was so proud to receive it while I'm that sleeping. Baptist that's humility pride. to receive it while you're sleeping. <laughs> and that's the ultimate of humility. Who, whoever, anybody here received the Baptist tongues while you were sleeping? No, I'm the only one. Well, Dasha, you and I are very humble people. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Your confession, based on the word of God, has power to move mountains in Jesus' name, or fear will create the mountains. I never got afraid of COVID. I was in 80 when it hit. They said, old men hunkered down. I never hunkered down. Bill Edwards said my ministry was not, an, uh, was not, not a necessity. I said it was a necessity. I didn't tell him that directly, but I would have. Pastor Stephen and I fasted for three days. The Lord says, don't listen to Governor. He didn't say it just like that, but he said, forsake not yourself to send me together. We never shut down. We never listened to Bill Edwards, who's a Biden clone. You voted for Biden. I didn't vote for him. So go ahead and pay the extra gas. But anyway. <laughs> 
We didn't shut down. We kept going. And we lost our whole worship team, and they're still gone. So we got a new worship team. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> when the COVID-19 attack came, we were wise enough to get in the Word. And so every night, we still do it. We confess Psalms 91, verse 9 through 12. Marvelous. Be because, because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high thy habitation. Thou shalt no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. Thou shalt bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. So every night we confess, because I made the Lord my refuge, the most high my habitation, no evil shall overcome us, no evil storm, no evil men, no evil temptations shall overcome us, and no pestilence, no COVID-19, no derivative of COVID, no Omicron, no unicorn is going to come nigh our dwelling place. So every night we put the Word of God as a shield of faith over our home in Jesus' name. And, and, and we're pretty healthy. Amen. And we include our 23 grandchildren, our nine great and our nine step. And we name all their ch our children and their mates. And we, we put cover the word them. of God on them. We put the word of God and we call things that are not as though they were. And you have to stand and you have to keep on standing and you have to believe. You can't ever quit. You just keep on keeping on. And it will happen in Jesus' name. I speak life to my life and I speak life to my wife. Death and life, the power of your tongue. I tell every day, I love you. I tell every day, you're beautiful. And I tell every day, you're my woman. And that, that affirms. And I tell her, you're fine, and you're mine. And, and privately, I tell her, she's my holy hunk. Privately, I tell her, she's my fox. I just do that in private. She don't like me to do that in public. He, he don't listen to me. He don't listen to me. She is a warrior woman. She fights by day and she fights by night. When Ida May came around, and the blood of Jesus, I rebuke you with the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus. And she'd walk around that house, that little bitty five-foot thing, or five-one. Five-two. No, you're not five-two. She'd walk around, <laughs> the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. And, but it didn't work, Mary. Amen, but I'll keep doing it. I will keep doing it. Okay, uh, then let's, let's wind it down. We're, we're 10 Amen. after. I, I just want to say it again. Jesus said, and I'm closing, Jesus said, there's a miracle in your mouth. Yes. I'm turning uh, the scripture up there, sir, is Mark chapter 11. Mary, get, get ready to read Mark chapter 11. Okay. You know which one to go to? Is it Mark 11, 13? 11. Mark 11. Well, we'll get to 11. Don't, don't jump ahead of me, sir. <laughs> Mark chapter 11, verse 22 and 23. Who was that that told me what to do? <laughs> oh. okay. okay. I'm sorry. Put on, put on that song, uh, I Know His Name. I Know His Name. We're, we're closing. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Have faith in no, God. No, 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 Mary. No, you don't want no. me to read that? Verse 13 and 14. Okay, I'm, jump. I jumped ahead of you. See there? 
And seeing a fig tree afar off having leaves, he came, if aptly he might find anything thereon. And when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves. For the okay. time of the figs That's good. was not yet. Verse 13, 14, Jesus released a miracle with his mouth. And then in verse 20 and 21, I'll take it. The disciples were astonished. They saw the power of his words. Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you've cursed has withered away. Then Jesus said, have the faith of God. What I've done, you can do also. Well, how am I going to do it? And he tells us in 23 how we do it. For surely I say to you, Whoever says to this mountain of difficulty, come down a little bit on the song. Be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but shall believe those things which he says. So come to pass, he shall have whatever he says. Here's, here's pro the prophetic progression. I see it in the word. You got to be still along. You just can't read it. You got to see it. And once you see it, then you seize it. The way I seize it, I write it down on an index card. Whatever word I'm seeing, I write it down. And once I seize it, I begin to seize it. That's Cajun. And I keep on seizing it. And then I has it. Jesus said, whatever you say, if you keep on saying it, you're going to have it. That's right. So I just want to encourage you, pastors and leaders and others that are here today, you got to get still. You're not seeing nothing. You're not saying nothing. If you're not saying nothing, you're not getting nothing. That's right. So you got to get still long enough at the feet of Jesus to see it. And then you got to take it in. you got to lean into it with all your heart, all your breath, and all your life. And then you begin to say it. Then it's real faith, and it comes to life. Amen. And I'm closing. I saw, I saw acres of land back in 78. I saw acres of land. I saw harvestborns. I saw Christian schools, buildings, and things. I just saw it. And I began to say it before a group of Baptists. We, were, we, were about, we weren't many of us. And, and, and the thing that I, I began to declare then now we are a miracle in the swamp. We have 39 acres of land in, in a swamp, but it, it's, it's a miracle in the swamp. We got harvest buildings. We got 115,000 square feet of building that we spoke into existence. And the first th three buildings, Brother Dick, you were there, we're all paid for, debt-free in Jesus' name. But, but we saw it, we seized it, we said it, and then God did it in Jesus' name. So we're going to do that this morning. Some of you have dreams today. You have goals today. You, have, you might have a mountain of difficulty today. just want you to stand, and I'm going to agree with you right now as you stand up. Uh, if you'll just take this word that we preached and begin to act on it today. Let's worship for just a minute. Just give me more volume. We're going to worship for just a minute. He knows your name. He's got your name today. He knows your heart. He sees your desires. 
He's put a word in you for your, your future. And the Lord would say to his son here, I just feel led to say something to you, that a new day is coming. And promotion is coming from the north. That's, that's where heaven's at. It's in the north. Promotion is coming for you, says the Lord. I'm going to bring you to a new level of the anointing. I'm going to put some fire in your bosom in the days to come. You're going to begin to preach like a man from another world. You're going to stir young people up. You're going to stir the young up. You're going to stir up. You're going to raise up a, 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 a group of troop of Nazarites for me in this hour. For I put a teaching anointing and a preaching anointing inside of you. And, and it's even now, Father, that prophetic anointing on me, I release it upon him. And who is this? She looks younger than you. And upon your wife, she is. Okay. She's a lot younger than you, right? Four years. Four years. I'm four years younger than Mary. Now, I'm four years younger than her. Miriam told me the other day, she said, you look so much younger than Mary. Well, I'm four years younger than her. Okay, let's lift up our hands. Whatever is there on your heart. Whatever's there, whatever that desire. Brother Keith, you have desires for that young generation. I so appreciate that. Come on, let's agree. Brother Keith, we speak that young generation into existence. Sons and daughters all around you and Penny and the NRP, we're going to be flooded, not just with old-haired, long-haired, uh, old-haired people, but with young men and women, sons and daughters that will be the Elisha generation that will take it for Jesus. We thank you for that coming to pass, Father, in Jesus' name. Father Ron Johnson, I agree. I agree with his vision, Father. I agree for a, I agree for a full-scale college that's coming to them, a training center that's even beyond their wildest dreams. God, we speak those things into existence in Jesus' name. So whatever you're dreaming about right now, speak it into existence. Whatever mountain of difficulty you're facing right now, speak against that in Jesus' name. Command it. Break its power. Command that mountain to be moved right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I release upon Chris and his generation that prophetic anointing of the, of the Elijah generation, God, in Jesus' name. You're pouring out your prophetic anointing upon him and other young men in Jesus' name. We thank you for that in Jesus' name. We bless you for it. Brother Keith. All right, you guys. Thank you. So let's let's thank Brother Rod and Mary one more time. We love you guys. You're a treasure. So right now, uh, we're going to call it, it's 11.14. We're going to call it 11.15. We're going to be back in 10 minutes. 10 minutes, okay? So uh, let's come back at 11.25, and we'll keep going.